Welcome everybody to another episode of Wellness Wednesday Inspiration. Uh, I am here once again with Dr. Linda Marquez and we are super excited to talk about the emotional vibration scale and how it basically impacts everything we do in our lives. How are you doing Linda Marquez? Good, I'm great. Hi everyone. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. How was your week? It's been it's been good. It's been good, but I hear that you've had quite an interesting week. I did. I did. I I actually went down to uh, Arizona and I was around Phoenix uh, looking at areas uh, where we're going to be hopefully buying a house. So that's been exciting. It's been a very busy week, uh, mm -hmm. and I was you know, just, just telling you how busy I've been and I needed a break and I'm so excited to be here and just talk about this subject, which is one of my favorite topics. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And it's going to be such, it's such a huge contrast for you. You're going to have the, the really cold winters and our winters in the desert are hot. <laughs> so mm -hmm. we equate that with people and they're like, how do you live out there? It's like, it's so hot. I'm like, well, it is. But when you live, you know, like in Chicago, I lived in Pennsylvania for some time. You know, it, it's there's not a whole lot to do in the winter out there unless you're, <laughs> no. if, unless you're out like on your your what is it your snowmobile mobile skiing and all that. And you know, I remember when I first moved out to Pennsylvania, I bundled up. It took all this time to get all bundled up. I lasted not even five minutes outside, you know? And I'm like, is it really worth it taking all that time to get bundled up and then head out there? Um, and I was like, oh, no way. It's just like, it's too much. But out here, you know, yes, the summers are hot. You know, it's just like, doesn't matter where you live. There's always something, um, that's going to be going on, whether it's hot weather, cold weather, it's too many people or, or whatever, that's just part of life. But, um, you know, I always tell people when they move out here, it's like, well, our summer is your, it's, it's our winter right now, meaning that Basically. we're still out, but we're near a lake. And there's a lot of Californians and a lot of people that drive out here to spend time in the lake. So it's really not that bad where we live. Um, because, we do have a lake and most homes have pools or, you know, someone that has a pool or someone that has water toys. So, you know, you, you make the best of it. That's what we, we, you know, you tend to do. Mm -hmm. Otherwise mm -hmm. um, we can always find something to complain about. Right. <laughs> that's, that's always possible. So. It always, it always, what is it? Nothing has meaning unless the meaning you give it to. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So let me ask you, how did you get, um, familiar with the vibrational emotional scale because this is such a, a really cool it's just when I share it with people and when I talk to people it's like wow that totally makes sense so mm -hmm. how did you get introduced to that so um, basically just listening to videos about how to get more control over your thoughts and how you can make more things coming to your life and learning about the law of attraction and, you know, just looking at different resources, anywhere from Bob Proctor to uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer to um, Napoleon Hill 
And, you know, they all talk about the law of attraction. And when you look up the law of attraction a little bit more in detail, it talks about the emotional vibration scale and what you give out uh, comes back to you. Right. So um, and it makes total sense. Right. But not a lot of people know about this. That's what I have found. And whether we know about it or we don't know about it or whether we believe in it or we don't believe in it, it's always happening. So the results were, were victims in a way of how we feel and what we think. Right. So if we want good results, we have to accompany by good thoughts and good feelings, et cetera. Um, so it, it makes sense, but looking at the chart, it makes even more sense, I think. Yes, absolutely. Um, how about you? How did you, how did you come across it? You know, like you, I've been in the personal development field for such a long time. And when I got, I, I want to say it was maybe through Esther Hicks, um, and it just made so much sense. It's mm -hmm. so much sense that I've been teaching this with, you know, in our class, when I do my group classes uh, with patients, um, when I'm talking to patients, because we know that the, the mind, there is no separation in the mind and the body. You know, I mean, the body, what's going on, the, uh, the body is an expression of what's going on in the mind. Mm -hmm. So when I share that with patients, it, it totally makes sense. And we can pull that up. But I mean, I actually, I actually printed this out. Oh, okay. I have it on my refrigerator. And it's at the bottom, it says mental condition. Mm -hmm. I so, love that. Um, so because I want to see it every day, it's also on my phone as a screen. Mm -hmm. But I've, I've taught that to my kids and even to my youngest one right now. And it's like, well, where are you? If something's going on in your life or you want to manifest something, where are you in the, in that scale? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. what do we need to do to bring it up? Exactly. So exactly. Um, I don't know that if you want huge. to pull that up. But yeah, I can bring it up. You're teaching with your children or you talk to your patients as well. And and it's the a lot of the times it's the first time that they've ever seen it. Mm -hmm. um, I have found that when I have talked to most people that maybe did not bring it up themselves, if I bring it up, they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so it's it's a, kind of like a, a conversation, right? Because a lot of people don't believe in what you cannot see. So, you know, a lot of people are, oh, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it type people. And for mm -hmm. them, it's kind of more of a, Okay, whether you believe it or you don't believe it, again, it's happening. Mm -hmm. um, but you can't change somebody's mind. I guess that it's not willing to open up and you know and see a different viewpoint. I guess exactly. Because right, let me see if I can bring up the screen. Yeah, and especially if they're in a state of, um, and as you'll pull it up, because it just depends on in what state they're in, and really the scale is like it's like a radio station or, or a television channel. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's depending on where you are, um, you're more susceptible or more receptive to, um, I think, learning or growth or whatever's going on in your life if you um, are in a good place. Mm -hmm. 
So looking up at the scale, like I love this is a different Arena. scale too, but it's it's pretty much the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you are in the higher part of the scale, you're able to learn a lot more and good things come to you. And right. you make smart decisions. When you're on that downward spiral, it's just like you tend to connect with other people who are in that area and that sort of um, vibrational scale too. So it's almost like I equate it to, and people, this makes a lot of sense to people. I said, I equate it to like a radio station um, and you have it tuned in. Let's just say you're at an RV park and you're walking around and you're, um, you're walking and then one, one couple is listening to music that you love. Let's say you love country or you love old time rock and roll and they're, you know, they're playing music and you walk by and you're like, oh, yeah, I love that music. That's great. You know, and you, you say hi to them. Right. Mm -hmm. and then maybe a few spots down, you pass by, you walk around and you, and there's some other people playing other kind of music, maybe music you don't like and you just despise. And you're kind of like almost offended by the music that they're listening to. It's just like you don't really connect with them. You're not as friendly like, oh, hi, how are you? You know, so I kind of equate it to that when you're in a vibrational scale or alignment um, of like joy, uh, a passion, freedom. Mm -hmm. and that's who you're going to attract and who you're in. And that's where that the whole law of attraction is. That's what you're going to attract in your life. Exactly. The joy. And something that I think it's important to know is that when we are um, having fun and when we are um, having joy and when we're happy about what we're doing, we become more inspired. So better ideas come to us. And then uh, we also become more energetic. So even if you're tired and somebody tells you, oh, let's go and do something that you really enjoy out of nowhere, you now have energy, right? So not only it gives you more ideas, it gives you way more creativity, but it also gives you way more energy as well. Now, when we are on the other end of the scale, if you are concerned or angry, um, that's when we start getting that voice inside of us and it starts going in like hyper mode and the voice is usually kind of just following what you want to hear right the voice's job is to make you happy so if you're angry it's only going to give you more and more and more and more reasons why you should be angry at everything in the world Absolutely. right yeah. so if you catch yourself resonating or being at any of those negative um negative emotional um feelings i guess then if you let's say if you're angry over here and you catch yourself feeling like that then instantaneously you know that you can close your eyes and you can bring yourself to thinking something that brings you a lot of joy let's say being with your kids is your favorite thing of in the world or when you went on vacation you know on when you bought your first car i don't know something that brings you joy and just immerse yourself in that thought you know remember how you felt remember how how you acted what happened you know uh, how others behaved when that specific moment was going on and just bring that moment as realistic as you can in your in your reality 
and you're going to start resonating at that same energy that you resonated when you first felt that way. And then therefore that negative energy, that anger that you were feeling, um, it's going that that vibration is going to stop. Yes. Yeah, for, for sure. I totally um, agree 100% because very rarely do we have people that come into the office that they're at a high vibrational energy when they're, um, if they're, you know, if they're sick, very rarely they're at that energy. They're more at, uh, more in the middle or at the bottom. Mm -hmm. What was interesting what was interesting a couple days ago, we were having this conversation because it's so even so re relevant to what's going on in the world right now. There's such a, uh, I was on the phone with a friend and we have this really incredible connection that at times we know that we need to chat, we need to uplift each other. And we were having this conversation and she asked me, she says, you know, how do you, how do you stay positive or how can, how can we stay positive in this in this time of life that we're going on, you know, you know, she goes, I'm tired of all this crap. And, and you know, it's hard not to talk about it in a negative way, because it's it's all around us. And I had told her, I said, that's exactly what they want you to do. So that when you're in that fear mode, guess what, you're more manipulated when you're in that fear mode, you make dumb decisions. So the biggest thing that we can do to contribute to everything that's going on to the world, I told her, is not to be one of those people and not to be like everyone else. Mm -hmm. That's where the separation is. And, and it was like an aha moment. And I'm like, where did that come from? I didn't even know where that came from, you know, but it, it was just, it was a truth that it's just like, yeah, how do you not get caught up to in, in it? Well, you don't by by not participating and choosing to be in that higher vibrational scale. And that's, you know, huge, the joy, the that's very important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So but it's, and it's also important connecting with other people. So you you have to find ways how you get there. Like you were saying, sometimes, um, you know, when we're our eyes are open, we're we're um, sensing everything, mm -hmm. you know, it's just like we're we have this heightened stimulation and it's like we're all over the place. You know, our bodies, you know, trying to react to this, to this, to that. But as soon as you close your eyes, it's like you almost can get into train your, your brain to get into an alpha state, mm -hmm. non-stimulatory. And then, you know, as meditation and finding even music can take you in what's called the theta state, which is more of a, a lot of creativity. You go and you get into a lot of creativity, even healing in that state. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's everything is connected, you know, with the brain. And so you can't separate the way your body feels and the way your mind feels, you know, they're, they're super connected. And I think that is a missing link with a lot of um, patients and practitioners when they're with them face to face. And I know you have mentioned as well. Um, and the, the biggest complaint is I don't feel like my doctor or my practitioner is listening to me. Mm -hmm. They're not engaging them. Right. Right. So they don't feel like, oh, you know, they're not going to feel any better. People can have the placebo effect just by if you go to the doctor and they listen to you and they say, you know, 
your, you know, Fernanda, it's going to get better, you know, and then the, the added effect is maybe they put their hand on your shoulder or on your back, you know, that human contact. Mm -hmm. And if they're really practitioners and they're really dialed in, I always say there's so much power in healing in the hand and just the fact that you just, you know, and you do it in a loving way, that person is going to feel so reassured right. that, you know, everything is going to be okay. And, mm -hmm. and it's all just a game and we got to figure out how to play the game at its best. And so many people do not know about this. So when I teach it to people, I say, you know how to play this game when well, they'll say, so-and-so made me mad. I'm like, you're putting your happiness and your responsibility outside of yourself and they'll always have control over you. Mm -hmm. so when you get the scale dialed in and know that you can create that joy and that happiness and that love um, all from within, it's very empowering. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's huge. I have um, a friend, Helio, he just commented uh, he put a comment. He says music always helps him put him back on track. So when he's feeling a certain way by listening to music, he starts kind of resonating on the better end of the scale. Yeah. And that is something that I use as well. I think him and I connect and him and I are friends through music. Yeah. And um, it's something that I use um, a lot too to put me into that state, you know, and depending on if I want to be inspired, I would play a different type of music. If I want to just be happy and just dance, then I put another type of music. Mm -hmm. If I'm feeling more, um, let's say I want to concentrate, then I put a different type of music. So, But it's something that also helps me get back on track. And mm -hmm. to his example, anything that makes you happy, anything that makes you feel joy, emotion, excitement, uh, curiosity is a huge one. Anything that makes you feel like you're growing in a positive way, it's going to make you resonate on that vibration. Mm -hmm. So it could be something as simple as turning on the radio and listening to a song that you enjoy if you're feeling like like you're depressed today or like, you know, you're angry or something's going on and you're kind of just feeling negative. You can turn on the radio and listen to a song that will put you in a better state of mind. So it, it, it can be something very simple like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it's a vibrational and everything has a vibrational frequency. Mm -hmm. Absolutely everything. 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 Even, I mean, I love holding babies. I mean, their vibrational frequency is just pure love. And it's just like, I just love holding babies. Um, even when we, we used to help in our church, um, I used to love being with the babies or the um, two, I have the toddlers, like the three-year-olds. They were so, just so much fun, so energetic. It was like so spunky. It's just like I loved being with them because when you're around that, it you become more like that. So that's mm -hmm. where you can leverage it for, you know, it can be leveraged for good, but it can also be used for bad. But when mm -hmm. you understand, I would say when you understand the game and you understand that, hey, my life right now is like a television screen. I have a choice by this remote, which is my mind, to change if I don't like what I'm seeing on mm -hmm. the screen. If I don't mm -hmm. like it on the channel, I can change it. And yes, music, singing, dancing, painting. 
things of that sort, calling mm-hmm. someone up that thinks like you and not so much to complain, but just say, hey, you know, I'm kind of going through this and would like to have your input. And and I know that the conversations that I usually have with my friends are, I don't like want to agree on anything that's bad. Uh, right, you want to keep them positive. Yeah, just reword and say, well, you know, maybe this or, you know, maybe this, instead of going down the rabbit hole of that vibrational energy to just, mm-hmm. you know, kind of validating them feeling like crap and, and then just keeping them there. It's right. More, let's bring them up a little bit. And I really believe that if practitioners were taught that and be a little bit more empathetic to, to their, um to their patients, we would really see a shift in, in just how healthcare is being delivered. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just instead of them like, you know what, I don't know, you, we don't have a lot of time, you know, but okay, instead of, well, you know what, let's make the best of this time. Right, right. That's if you have, question. and that's life. I mean, that is literally life. If you have something, if you were dealt a certain deck of cards, how can you make the best out of it? Yeah. You know, and that is something that keeps me grounded. I think a lot of times when I'm feeling like, like the day is chaotic or I'm having a hard time adjusting because something happened outside. I, I remind myself uh, something that I heard a little while ago, life is happening for you. Life is, life is not happening to you. Right. So if I think about it in that way, that simple, simple change in perspective changes the way that I behave. Now, I don't always have that in the front, you know, in the front of my head. So I'm not always, you know, responding uh, immediately, you know, to the best of my ability. You know, it's a learning process. It's a grow. You know, it takes it takes time and it takes being very, very vigilant at your mind and any thought that comes in. And it takes a lot of time. Right. You have to be really vigilant to anything that comes into your mind. But reminding myself, like anything that something something's going on, I remind myself, well, it's happening for me. So it's happening to see how I'm going to respond to the situation. It's like a life test. That's what I tell myself. Right. So do I want to do I want to flunk it? Do I want to be free and react horrible and mess it up and be less intelligent? Because when we're resonating on that end, we're less intelligent. Or do I want to breathe in, take a minute, give myself some time, come up with ideas and see what's going to be the best resolution for whatever is going on in my life? Yeah. You know, and by simply literally, by simply changing that life is happening for you and not to you, it changes the whole perspective on things. Yeah. Or even like, what is the lesson I can learn from this? Exactly. Instead of of, why is this happening to me? It's like, what is the lesson, you know, I can learn from this or Mm -hmm. what is the lesson I need to learn or I get to learn. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it is really just changing because even just a word, a word can just change the whole energy. You could name, you know, you could say the president's name and one person is going to react like, woohoo. And you, and another person's going to be mad, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So it's kind of like, what do you, what are you giving it to? What value are, are you giving it to? What emotion are you giving it to? Mm-hmm. So 
And the, interesting. Another mm-hmm. way to think about it, and I think it makes it a, a little bit more simple for someone who's visual, for instance, it's thinking at it like if you're in, on one end of the screen, and I'm going to bring the screen back up, um, if you are on the positive end of, of this, the uh, guidance scale over here, let's say you see everything with positivism. So everything's white here, everything's good, everything's, you know, like whatever, it's your favorite color, that's your favorite color. And when you're resonating on optimism and you're hopeful and you're enthusiastic and you're doing things with passion, everything looks better. You know, your future looks better, your present looks better, your health looks better, your emotional state looks better because you are resonating on that emotional scale. Now, if you're resonating here, then, you know, that would be kind of like what's your the the color that is your least favorite. And that's how you would see life. So no matter what's being presented to you, it could be a good thing. You're going to see something negative. You're going to find a thing to worry about or you're going you're going to find something that you're going to dislike or you're going to have doubts about it. But in reality, and that's why I wanted to bring up the chart, in reality, everything that happens in our lives, it's neutral, right? Mm -hmm. So everything is here, everything's white, everything's centered, everything's neutral, and it depends on how we think about things and the meaning that we give them. Is it a positive thing or is it a negative thing that Mm -hmm. kind of determines on what end of the scale uh, they go? Yeah, and you know, there's there's so many, I mean, this is just, um, I love using the scale in the sense of giving people even assignments. Um, I have a handout here that um, I have people track, like in the morning, I'll, it'll say, this morning I woke up feeling, then mm-hmm. I have them write mm-hmm. out what mm-hmm. feel, and I ask them why. Okay, and if it's good or bad or whatever it is, let's just say it's at the lower end of the scale, what can I do to make it better? So you're asking yourself in a positive state, what can I do to make mm-hmm. it better? Um, I went to bed feeling, how did I go to bed feeling? Because sometimes it's the night before, you know, I would say it, the thoughts that we had going to bed are marinating in our mind. So if we go to Absolutely. bed, we wake up stressed out. So if you went to bed feeling a particular way, then maybe that's why you're waking up a particular way. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, and why? And what can I do to make it better? Because we're waking up, wake up when we wake up and we go to bed with unaware patterns. Um, you know, it'll give you some clarity of how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So it's just something that um, I've used with some of our patients because a lot of the emotional work, um, a lot of the pain that they're suffering with in their body is because of some sort of emotion that they just have not let go and maybe don't know how to let go. Mm-hmm. But then there's, um, there's another tool that, you know, I, I use a lot and I play a lot with, and it's, it's called a, um, you know, wouldn't it be nice game? You know, I don't know if you've heard about that one. Mm-hmm. You now, you know, wouldn't it be nice if I woke up and everything worked out perfect at work? You know, wouldn't it be nice if today was the best day ever? Wouldn't it be nice if my kids were just like the best kids in the world today? You know, wouldn't mm-hmm. it be nice if my husband had dinner ready for me when we got home? You know, wouldn't it be nice if my all my t- patients today are improving and are happier? Mm-hmm. You know, just 
why not play that game instead of, uh, you know, dreading going and dreading somewhere and not expecting. But anytime you ask a question, you are throwing that out there in the universe, sort of speak, you're throwing it out there and you're going to get an answer regardless of what the question is. So why not make it a question that's going to be in favor of how you get to feel the rest of the day? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. That would change the entire day. Absolutely. Yeah. And something else too, a lot of people um, tend to, look ahead but think to look ahead in a negative way right and people talk like that oh if something's gonna go wrong it's gonna go wrong with me oh it always happens you know oh you know it's everything's everything's coming at me and that way of communication it's literally bringing more stuff because you're asking for more what else can go wrong (laughs) well a lot of things yeah yeah. you know so changing the way we talk and also not only that but changing the way we think if we're thinking negative and we know that we're negative thinkers, if we are negative about something or we're feeling negative about something, recognizing it, it's number one. Because if you don't recognize it, then there is nothing to do. The number two is owning it. It's your fault. <laughs> Whatever is going on, it's your yeah, fault. Owning it will give, even if it's quote unquote, not your fault, by you owning it, it gives you power to release it, to work it out and release it, right? And then after that, after you work it out and you release it, then focus on something positive, replace it with a a positive thought, a positive emotion, a positive action. Mm -hmm. So that's something that it's important and it's, it's hard to do because that means that you have to go in and literally be aware of every little thought that comes into your mind. Yeah, you know, it's, it's tough. But if you do that, and you replace those negative thoughts, little by little, the day is going to look better, more positive, more joyful, more optimistic, and things better things are going to be coming at you because you're resonating on that end. Yeah. And I think one more thing that um, I kind of wanted to just share and finish off with is a lot of the times, we try to create our future based on our past. And a lot of times our past, we look at it like you were saying, um, well, it always happens this way. So why should I try anyways? Mm-hmm. Right. And people will say that it's just like or they have they have a vision of their past of what happened when Aunt Mary did this. It didn't work for her anyway. So why should I do it? Didn't work for her. So it's like we're cre- we are creating our future. Mm-hmm. based on our past. But the beauty of it is, um, and you know, we can talk about this at another time, but the beauty of it is you can create your future and it doesn't have to be based on the past because you basically have a blank slate of projecting that. And I mean, it's so common and this is something maybe less than 5% of humans do mm-hmm. very much. It's it's the elite athletes and it's the professional athletes that do a lot of the mental training. Um, they do the work, but they also do the training and their mind of seeing themselves already have done in the that position mm-hmm. yeah. and, and scoring the winning goal or the winning touchdown or, or 
getting the last point or, you know, whatever, holding up the trophy. Mm -hmm. They see all that and you can't create that based on all the stuff that you screwed up in on the past. It's hard to get there. So it's kind of like we have to drive looking forward, you know, not always looking back or constantly looking at the rear view mirror because then we, we don't have a vision of exactly where we're going. So I think that's, um, you know, worth mentioning because a lot Very. of the time people will say that it's just like, well, you know, I've tried that diet and that diet didn't work. And it's just like, okay, it didn't work because you keep looking back at the person you were, who do you need to become so that it can be, it can work. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be a diet. It should be a lifestyle because we're going to have to work on our health every single day for the rest of our life. Mm -hmm. And we can't get away with it. We can cheat on our health. It's going to catch up to us. It's going to catch up to us. You think even though nobody sees you eating the crap or drinking whatever you shouldn't be drinking, you're it's still going to catch up with you because your body doesn't lie and it knows everything. And I can attest to that being the whole truth because I know when I don't feel good, it's no one else's fault, but mm -hmm. my fault mm -hmm. of something that I did. And I, and like you said, take ownership for it. That is huge. And talking about the past, you said you can create your future and you absolutely are creating your future whether you are doing something to create it or you're letting whatever it's happening in your life create or dictate your future, but you are creating no matter what you are creating your future. So whatever actions you're taking right now will manifest in your life in three months, six months, a year or 10 years, depending on what you're growing. But basically we're literally putting the seeds right now of what our lives is going to, it's going to look like in the next few months, in the next few years. So yeah. if we want to have a positive life, if we want to have a happy life, if we, if we want to be uh, enthusiastic and feel optimistic that we have to start growing that those seeds, right? The happiness seeds and the optimism seeds and all these things. So we can cultivate that. And those are the fruits that we're going to see later on in our lives. Yeah. Definitely. And and before I forget, one more thing I wanted to mention, and I'm, you probably do a lot of the same thing, but I'm even when I like pray for things or want things to happen, it's always say this or something better or for the good of all humanity. I don't want it. I don't want something in my life just because I want right. it to benefit mm -hmm. me. We want it to benefit our soul's purpose on this world, you know, mm -hmm. and also for everyone else to benefit for something. And sometimes we may be asking or visualizing something. And I believe in God, our higher power saying, you know, you're asking too small. I have some way better for you. And sometimes we don't get what we want. And then we're like, we look back 2020 vision is like, oh, that's why that didn't work out mm -hmm. and, and be okay with it. Right. So that's that's big yay so, all right i we i think we shared so much yes. information i think that specific chart when i saw it it made so much sense to me and it did change my life basically into instantaneously you can change your life by simply moving into the other end of the frequency scale so i think you guys found a lot of benefit or i hope yes. you did 
Yeah. Um, and thank you for being with us again. All right. And we'll see you all next week then. See you guys next week. All right. See ya. Bye.